All right, it's Church Greeter Training Day here at the Better Sundays Podcast at ReachKeep.com. Welcome to the Better Sundays Podcast, focused, practical, and usable advice for church leaders looking to reach new young families and impact their community. Well, howdy, howdy, howdy. My name is Mike Holmes, and you are at the Church Greeter Training Day. Your pastor asked if I would put together some training where I'd be able to help you and others that are watching this online or in person be able to help you be the very best church greeter that we can be. The church greeting ministry is absolutely a super important ministry because it is ministry. You're actually reaching out and touching people uh, in a direct way with a handshake and a hello but also in a relational way that is going to go back and and really be kind of the starting place for many of these people in their relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ and with serving a local church. Imagine if you would 20 years from now when you have a, a family and they've been in your church for a long time and they're, uh, you know, they're, they're great solid people and their kids are involved and, and they're givers and, and they, they volunteer and they help out and all that. And, and one day some of you are kind of standing around talking, you know, about, oh, I remember when they came that very first day. And, and one of you is going to say, you know, I, I, I was outside there. I shook their hand. I was the first one to kind of welcome to church. And someone else is going to say, I remember when they walked in the door and they had little kids and I told them where the Sunday school was and where the nursery was and I helped them out and, and someone else can say you know I was inside there uh, when they came and, and I shook their hand and I greeted them and I got in a conversation with them and I remember inviting them to our other special services that we have and I'm so glad I did that and all of you that were involved with that would rejoice because you started something super important in someone's life and that is their faithful relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ through a local church and how they've served their entire now their entire spiritual life is put together uh, focused on the local church and how they served and you got to start that so the greeter ministry is really really super important now we're going to go through three types of, of greeters or three portions of ministry and so let me tell you what those are and then I'll tell you you know each one we'll break down and go through each one of those the three different ones that we are going through three special things we're going to talk about what we call an outside greeter and what your duties would be and those of you that are here if some of you you may fit really good into being like an outside greeter. We're going to talk about what's called an inside greeter. That's the second one. And that's someone that's, you know, obviously inside your building. And there's some little bit different duties that they have. And then we're going to talk about a very special person we call a host or a hostess. And this is a one person, a two or three, depending on the size of your church. But no matter where your church is, no matter what size you are, this all is stuff that will practically work for you and will change the lives of the people that are coming to your church and visiting for the very first time. So let's get started. All right, let's start with the outside greeter. With an outside greeter, it's one of the very first persons that someone sees when they come to church. And this would be someone who is stationed outside the front door, or perhaps your church has a couple different doorways and you need to have people staged at each place. It kind of depends. Uh, but we're talking about for your Sunday morning service, when you get a lot of your visitors, when you have first time people, you want somebody out there the very first time so that people see that and they understand that's the front door and that's the place I, I need to go. The outdoor people should have a, a couple things that they should do. 
They should have be sort of that idea of a security presence. In other words, there's somebody sort of watching over the place, and this is the place where we go. They should have some type of, of labeling or some type of, of exterior, something that shows that they are a greeter, and they should be friendly people. They should have the opportunity, and they don't necessarily have to be a people person where they're really good at opening conversations, but they should be able to give what we call that warm verbal greeting when they first one comes. Welcome to church. Good to have you here. It's a beautiful day today. Good to have you here. Thanks for taking time to bring your family to church, you know, and, and something like that. One of the things that we always encourage with outside greeters, that as people start to approach them, that they actually kind of take a sort of a step, just a little bit of a step of motion towards them. That's a very positive thing, and it also kind of helps you kind of cue. In other words, I'm on. I need to, to be ready for this. I'm going to go through some of the downsides and some of the, the what not to do's in just a moment. But this idea of taking the step forward will kind of get you into the mode of I am a greeter and I am here and I have this responsibility. There's oftentimes when you step forward that you will notice something when you look at that people that are coming that they might need some help with something. They might need help carrying something. They might be a lady that's carrying a, a baby by herself. There may be someone has an armful of things. Then it might be slippery and you might need to go and give someone an arm and, and uh, you know make sure because the weather is icy that type of thing, but you're going to want to kind of step forward and kind of step into their life just a little bit. As they're doing that, you're going to want to take time to kind of give them that welcome, that warm verbal welcome. Uh, however you want to do that, there's a lot of different suggestions there. And then you might want to shake their hand. It depends. If it's a Usually if it's a single guy, they stick their hand out and shake hand, good morning. Uh, that's fairly common. If a lady doesn't extend her hand, then don't uh, extend the hand. With little kids, sometimes they're kind of not into the handshaking thing. So you'll want to be kind of cautious about how you do that. But then you definitely, as they get there, you want to get to the door and open that door and show that level of courteousness. If one of the very first things they see when people come to a local church is someone is being courteous, that means that there is an attitude of service. There's an attitude of, of selflessness. There's an attitude of I'm thinking about you. I'm not thinking about me. And that is impressive to people. And all these little things add up. And they start adding up with the outside greeter. So remember that you need to be uh, kind of, you know, aware and on duty. One of the downsides to outside greeters, or one of the things that can happen, is if it is a, a cold time or, or early in the morning, lots of times, a person will have a coffee cup. Now, it's hard to shake hands if you have a coffee cup. So we try to make sure that our outside greeters, if they want to have coffee, they kind of catch it a little early or whatever. But when they're out there, they're on duty. They don't have something in their hand. They're able to help somebody and they're able to kind of focus on opening the door. Also, if you have a couple of outside greeters, or two or three, kind of depending, uh, sometimes people can kind of congregate, and you can start to have a little bit of a huddle out there. And you want to make sure that that huddle doesn't happen, and, because that turns out to be kind of a negative thing, kind of the us four no more. And churches already struggle with some of that. You want to make sure that you have kind of that open stance. And if there are a couple of you out there that you are standing kind of 
Um, it's kind of hard to, rather than standing exactly face to face, you're kind of at least sort of opened up here and you're like this. So if somebody starts to come that you can see them and there's no back turn to anybody. So those are a couple of downsides of the outside greeter. Now an outside greeter can also get caught up in doing some other things. And this happens oftentimes in the winter where they are, you know, taking care of like shoveling the snow or, or, you know, putting some salt down and they, uh, people tend to kind of get into their duty a little bit and they forget that you got to be the people person and you got to do the welcome. So make sure that you're there early enough to get all your, your duties done as far as cleaning and setting things up and then make sure that you are constantly on duty and kind of stepping into their lives. So that is the duty of, a, of an outside greeter. Now I'm going to give you another thing that an outside greeter kind of doubles at, but I'm going to save that till the end. Okay. So each one of these, the outside greeter, the inside greeter, and the host all have kind of a second duty that really, if you do these, it really makes things shine. And so uh, I kind of want to save that for the end. So that is the outside duty. All right, let's move on. Let's talk now about an inside greeter and what their duties would be. An inside greeter is somebody who is inside, and many churches are set up. They're all a little bit different, so I'm not sure quite how yours is. But ours has a you know front door, and then we have kind of a little breezeway, but uh, and that's really too small for anyone to stand there. But then there is an an inside area, what we would call like a foyer area, and then it opens up into kind of a larger, what we call an atrium. Ours is a little bit nicer. Uh, we happen to have this old building, this beautiful atrium area. Um, but we're talking about just kind of that inside the door, once you're you know physically inside, what does an inside greeter do? And what should they not do? And then what do they double as? So let me go through those. If you are an inside greeter, you are blessed. For in the, in the nice place, in the wintertime, you get to be inside where it's a little bit warmer. Um, you also get to be out of the wind and out of the sun if it happens to be super hot. You get to be kind of that person who is right there and doing the very first hello, how are you doing? Many times when we get the, the with an outside greeter, there's several people coming to the door at the time. They're holding the door open. They don't really get a good eye contact and a good greeting, but an inside greeter, and if you have a couple of them, that is best, uh, that they have a little bit more opportunity and there's sort of that idea of now you're in the building and you are, you know, getting the official welcome to, you know, to our church type of thing. Again, the positive verbal greeting should be there and something else that should be there. An inside greeter is someone that is a little bit more prone to start to give directions. So if a inside, a person comes into the building, they might have children, they may have a, uh, you know, carrying something that needs to go somewhere in the building, uh, they, they might have, uh, you know, be looking for a bathroom, there's many things, but an inside greeter uh, would be the person say, hey, welcome to church, good to have you here, and, uh, you know, be able to ready to give them some type of, of directions. If there are children and a nursery, there would be some obvious like, oh, so neat that you brought your kids. I'm really glad that you have your kids. Let me tell you, we have a children's program and it's right over here. Or if you look at this sign, you'll see where the children's program is. One of the things that we learned with an inside greeter that I think is very helpful is that if you can kind of travel with the person just a few steps and start to move with them, 
to where the children's ministry or the nursery or something along that line, you can kind of help move them along. We have, uh, at our church, we also have some coffee and some refreshments in the morning. And so we, I kind of step in. If I'm an inside greeter, I would walk in there with them and I'd say, oh, it's so good to have you here. Thanks for coming. By the way, when you come up here, we have some coffee over here. We have some refreshments over here. Please help yourself. And we, our service starts in about 10 minutes. Uh, you know, you just kind of the, the polite thing, but you're giving a little bit more of directions and you're giving a little bit more clarity of especially like when your service starts. Many times guests will come right away and you might want to be the person uh, that, that kind of says, oh, service is starting in just a few minutes. You can kind of let them know that so they kind of know uh, where they're at and, and again, kind of pointing to where they would be. Um, our inside people, what we have uh, with them is that they are just simply saying a sentence or two. They are not, their duty is not to start a conversation. And this really leads me to kind of the, the downside. What we don't want to do as an inside greeter, and that is you don't necessarily want to, right at the door, start a great big conversation. And there's a couple reasons for that. One of them is it kind of clogs up the area. It's it sort of, people are coming in and, and there's someone right there having a conversation. If you are the conversation type person, if you're the one that really, you know, able to reach into someone's life and, and talk, you need to be a host, okay? Or you need to kind of save it for a little bit. I remember visiting a church once and, and there were some greeters there and I was kind of checking it out. It was a larger church. I was out in in uh, Las Vegas, Colorado, Las Vegas, Nevada, and uh, out there in Nevada, and I was taking a uh, a look at a, at a larger church there, just happened to be in the area, and I thought, oh, I'm like, so see what's going on. Their, their greeters were there, and I went and tried to talk to one of the greeters and say, you know, what's your duties, and how long you're here, and what kind of training you go through, and the guy, uh, you know, he was like, hey, I'm, I'm duty, I can catch you later, but I, right now I'm busy. Good to have you here, good to have you here. He's welcoming people as we're doing that, and he had enough self discipline not to create the conversation. And that is the important thing that you want to do as an inside person is not necessarily start that conversation. The inside greeter may be in your church a place where you uh, give them not only directions, but you give them some literature, you give them like uh, their uh, you know church bulletin if you have something like that. That's a great way, a great place to start right there. There are other ways to do that as well. But to give them their literature, kind of get them the information, kind of point them the right direction is the job of the greeter, uh, the inside greeter. One of the other things that inside greeters tend to do is if they move with the people and like take them to a children's ministry or whatever, they can get distracted and not make it back. And that's why we recommend that you have two, a couple inside greeters. And we actually tell them kind of where to stand and, and you know, don't stand, you know, facing the door because people kind of run into you, but kind of be sideways so that people will kind of come by and you kind of give them that greeting. So we make sure that we don't create that. Now, at any time, if someone needs help carrying something or, you know, getting a baby into the nursery or whatever, break out of your greeter thing and be the helpful person that you need to be, but try to get back and try to be at your place. The other thing with inside greeters that we try to make sure, again, is that they're not having a cup of coffee. They don't have their hands filled with anything else. In other words, they're not carrying their own Bible or their own person. They're not bundled up and they're not in a hurry. They are just there to greet people and to help them out. 
as with the outside greeter and the inside greeter, the time of service that you need to be there will vary depending on your church services and, and how you do things. We do two services on a Sunday morning, so it's a, a little bit more complicated. But basically, you would want to make sure that your greeters, inside, outside, and your hosts, are there about 15 minutes early, and they stay about 15 minutes into the beginning of the service. Now, the reason for the 15 minutes into the beginning of the service is because if you are a first-timer coming to church, very often you will not be there on time. You'll be, don't know how long it takes for the traffic, you, you know, whatever things held you up, but you're not necessarily there. And we find that new people and first-time guests often come in four or five minutes after the service starts, but we want to make sure that there is a greeter there. So you can kind of play that by ear how long they have to stay we have a song service kind of going on and we can kind of tell when that is sort of ending and we're able then to uh, get our hosts and hostesses and greeters and everybody and still make it into the service uh, and still keep our security people on duty uh, during the service. So uh, I will give you a couple uh, extras that you do here uh, that you double up with in just a moment uh, when we get to the end of the training here. But the inside greeter is a very, very important thing and it is a super important ministry. Make sure that you do it with all with all your heart because you're going to make a great difference in people's lives. All right, let's talk about that third position that we have called the host or the hostess, okay, if you're a lady. We think that this is probably one of the most important positions and often gets kind of uh, kind of confused with some of the other ones. And that's why we have inside, outside, and host. The host is a person who now is not necessarily the first handshake or the first greeting, but they're the one that are seeking out and starting to create the relationship. We believe that people return to church because of the relationships that they have made during that service. If you want people to come to your church and then come back a second time, make sure that you have a strong host or hostess presence there and people are creating relationships. Now we really want our entire church to be involved in, in creating relationships and welcoming people and talking, but it can often get very busy and people do come to church to see their friends and do things and Many people are on duty and they're running to their class to get their bulletin board ready or they're doing different things and they don't have time. But we have some of our best relationship people. We let them be our hosts and hostesses and they are on the watch for new people coming in. Sometimes first time visitors, sometimes second time, third time, whatever. Someone hasn't been there in a while, but they are there to start that relationship and to get that relationship going. This is where they ask their names. This is where, you know, they start to kind of inquire about the, oh, you have children. Oh, great. How old are your kids? And, you know, you start to create that. You can't do that as an outside greeter or as an inside greeter, but as a host, it's fair game. And hopefully they've come early enough that you can create that relationship and get some of that stuff going. They also would give information such as, oh, we have bathrooms over here and we have a children's ministry over there. And hopefully they would also travel with them and, and walk with them to that particular ministry. Many times, though, they are just there. The host is just on the lookout for someone that is new who's walking into the, the building there and they maybe the first time getting refreshments, they kind of have that wondering look in their eye. And that's where your hosts and hostesses go. And they start out with getting 
getting, you know, some names and hello, how are you and welcome and friendly. And they move into a very important thing. And those are just the simple little questions. And you can create your own list of questions that work for you. Uh, you know, ours are, you know, very much good to have you here. Do you have any children? Is there anyone else with you? You know, did you come alone? How did you hear about the church? Because there's often then something that sparks some conversation from that. Many times they'll have someone that invited them and you will know that person and then you will go and introduce them and say, oh, well, they're already here. Let me take you in there and, and show you where they're sitting. And you would take them to where that person is or if they're in a classroom or in a different area, you would take some time to to introduce them and kind of create that. One of the important things that a host can do also is, is to turn over a conversation to somebody. And this is like, oh, so so you're new from the community. Oh, you live over on the west side. You know what? Hey, Bob, come here a second. This is Jim. He just came here for the very first time. He lives over there, kind of where you guys live. Yeah, what, tell him where you live again. You know, and, and you kind of create that conversation, and then you can kind of step out and work with, an, with another guest. When you start to reach a lot of new young families, families, you'll have a lot of guests and you'll have to have some techniques to kind of get out of conversations uh, because you've got several more new people coming in the door. And that needs to be a very good, clear thing between all your workers that they have some duties and they need to, to do some of that. And you just say, oh, excuse me for a moment. I need to step away for something. And you get those people kind of into discussion. I've done this multiple times where I've turned a conversation over to somebody and I've come back 10 minutes later and they are still in that conversation. The host is a person that kind of gets that conversation going and they need to be a people person. They need to be there. Now, many times in our churches, our people people, the very good people people, often are caught up doing something else. Uh, in many cases, they are playing the piano or they're doing uh, some type of class preparation or junior church type preparation. They're, they're doing something else. And as best you can, try to manage where your people people are in that, that area, that 10 to 15 minutes before church, that they are there and able to kind of build that relationship. And maybe someone else could, you know, play the piano for the introductory music, or maybe you could use something else, uh, you know, for that. Maybe uh, if it's a junior church worker, you could get them out of there and have someone else kind of working with the kids. And then that teacher would show up a little bit later. But find your best relationship people and get those right. Right in there. So that's kind of what their duties are. The problem with hosts, I'll give you a couple of the negative things with a, a host, is a negative thing with a host is, is they can actually, since there are people pleasing people person, they can actually get really entwined into a life there. And I, I really wrestle with this. It's a balance because you want them really to create that meaningful conversation and be with them for a lengthy time. Uh, that is part of what we want to happen. But there's also a balance of trying to get, you know, talk to the other people. The best way to solve that is is if they can say, start the conversation and say, oh, that's, boy, this is interesting. Can we talk a little bit later? I want to let can I follow up with you on that? You know, and then they would pass that off and then maybe create that conversation again at the end of church. They would be able to start that. The other thing, of course, is to have two or three or four or five hosts. In other words, people who are kind of ready uh, to do this. One of the areas we found very simple to assign is if uh, many churches have kind of two halves. You know, you walk in, there's all the big aisle down the middle and this and there. Is you try to have a host that takes care of one side and a host that takes care of another side. And this makes sure that nobody gets missed because what happens is when they start to create the conversation and they miss 
miss on some of the people and nobody ever got to create that conversation with that individual and we want to make sure the best we can we get to create conversations with every every individual that is there all right, let me share with you then kind of the double duty, the things that, that all three of these areas get to kind of double up as. And it really sort of helps your entire uh, system work really good. And this is how we do it. And your double ups might be a little bit different at your church, um, but these are some of the duties. And by the way, there's some regular duties that you need to make sure. Hey, make sure that you're on time. Make sure if you're scheduled to be there. Make sure that you you know sign up often to be involved in, in the, uh, uh, the system that you're involved in. Agree or however, if you're doing signups or doing it for a month at a time and then taking a month off, however that works, but make sure you're punctual. If you can't make it or sick, make sure that you uh, obviously connect with someone else and get things taken care of and uh, make sure so, so everything is fine. And make sure you report into whoever your supervisor is and kind of oversees those things that you know that. Also, you'll probably have some opportunities for training to be able to go and to sit down, train, kind of make sure we're all together. Training would include things like when when we're having very special uh, big events coming up. There's going to be some different duties. Training would also be seasonally where you would have, uh, you know, perhaps um, uh, the doors need to be shut because of air conditioning. You you have, you can't have the doors open. You know, there's, uh, you know, snow that needs to be shoveled and ice melt needs to be put down, you know, where we live. We have all those kind of things. So there would be some training. So make sure that you get uh, to the training. But let me give you kind of the things where you double up as. First of all, if you're an outside greeter, one of the things that you are automatically is you are a security presence. And at our church, what we do with our outside greeters, the people who are outside, is the double up for them is we let them become then during the service and, and we rotate this with different people that they actually become sort of a security personnel in other words they're not necessarily carrying a gun or got a badge that type of thing but they are walking to a classroom they're walking through the Sunday school area they're walking across the front of the building they're walking uh, you know through the parking lot and they're just kind of observing things so their duties our outside greeters also have the double duty of kind of doing a security presence. And that could be during the entire service, that could be for a portion of the service, you may have your security team set up a little bit different, but ours, we double them up as security. If you are an inside greeter, the second job that you have is what we call degreeting. And this is a this is the icing on the cake. And this is where you are back at your position, kind of at the doorway. And when people are starting to leave, you are doing something very special. You're thanking them for coming to church. You're saying, we appreciate you being here. Thank you so much for being here. And you are, in many cases, handing them something, a handout that the pastor talked about, a, a verse list, a you know daily bread devotional booklet, give them a new ballpoint pen, whatever. You know, But you are going to give them something as a degreeter. When you do that also, it helps the, so the pastor doesn't stand at the door and become kind of the degreeter. The downside with the pastor at the door is that everybody wants to kind of check out in a sense and everybody leaves in a hurry and our goal if we're reaching young families is to keep people in the church building as long as possible after our church service the other day I watched five young ladies they all have little bitty kids after church they sat up in the front couple of pews and got talking another lady came and joined them 
And for probably 30 minutes, they were up there talking about things and, and building this relationship and, and fellowshipping and doing stuff. We love it when that happens. But when the pastor stands at the door and kind of creates the sort of a checkout mentality uh, and especially flicks the lights, like, got to go home, get my nap, uh, you know, not a good thing. So a D greeter takes the place of that. The pastor then stands more. And, and obviously, you want to be available. People want to talk to you or shake your hand or, you know, thank you for something or whatever. The pastor can be more in a central type area rather than at the door creating the exit uh, kind of signals that are going on. So a D greeter has this really super double purpose. The double purpose for the host, okay, is to do more hosting. And I mentioned that, that you might carry on a conversation at the end. The host job is not something that is just at the beginning. It is something that really goes the entire time. Now at our church, we have a handshaking time. We take a little break and people can walk out and grab a bottle of water or a cup of coffee and use the bathroom and get their kids off to a you know kids program or to the nursery or whatever we kind of we sing a few songs have some announcements and we have this little kind of handshaking break time and the host that is their on duty time they try to make sure they connect with every single person they've already connected with they kind of say hey can I talk with you afterwards let's continue that conversation about such and such but the host creates this second and third time and when you start to create those second and third relationships, you're going to start to see people returning to church, not just coming one and done, okay? Very important thing. Now, this training day that we've given you is just the first of many. We hope that you go through training and, and focus and orientation. There's a lot of different things you probably need to get together and make sure you're scheduled and orientated. You probably need to get together and talk about the finer aspects of, of you know, whether it's door opening and handshaking or greeting or whatever and uh, there's a lot of different things you probably need to talk about some emergency techniques of whatever could happen along the line with uh, uh, emergency problems you need to have some of that and you definitely need to get together and have sort of a scheduling time where it's like hey I can do it this week and not that week or I can do it this month or not that month and the scheduling would also include any special services that you have. Now, many churches have a, a, a Sunday night service. Many have a midweek service. The the, the greeting is not, uh, ministry uh, for us is not near as important at that as it is on the Sunday morning. Uh, we still have some people opening the door and being friendly, you know, all the time. I think that's an important thing to, uh, to be friendly all the time. But you want to make sure that you are ready for big events. If you're having evangelistic meetings, or having a, you know, a big community event of some sort, that you are there and you're ready to fill those gaps as well. And so the greeting day training here idea is, you know, I, church greeter training is for now, but man, make sure you get together and talk it out and make sure you get another schedule on there, especially so you can kind of create your roster and know who's going to do what and make sure that you understand that you are starting this ministry. I want you just imagine for a moment that there's a, a family, as I mentioned in, in the beginning, and they've been to church for, you know, 15, 20 years, and their kids have been through the youth group, and, and they're serving the Lord, and other kids have kids, and, and they're coming to church, and you've, you've got this tremendous, beautiful thing that has happened. And I want you to imagine for a moment what would happen if that had never started. What if no one had shook their hand? What if some grumpy person had opened the door? What if no one had ever invited them to, you know, uh, you know, any, in, any kind of conversation and they just left? They would be of all men most miserable, as we say. 
Folks, we make a difference in this ministry. And I want to thank you for coming to the greeting day. And I want to encourage you uh, to follow any of the other videos that we have linked to this. There are several that have to do with the greeting system. You can follow those and learn about some of the, the, the tighter details of greeting and how we set things up at our church. Those are some important things. And I also want to encourage you to subscribe and just be a, a regular follower of this type of training. So uh, hit the subscribe button, hit the share button and, and be involved in sharpening the axe and being the best that you can be. So from me to you, thanks great. We are here. We appreciate you so, so much. Have a wonderful time and we will see you next time. Continue to serve the Lord with gladness and enter into his gates with thanksgiving. This is Mike at reachkeep.com and we'll see you next time.